0: And our scripture lesson for this first Sunday after Easter is found in the Gospel of St. John, the 20th chapter, beginning at verse 19. On the evening of the day, of Easter day, the first day of the week, the doors being shut where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. And then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. And Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I send you. And when he had said that, he breathed on them, and he said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive sins of any, they are forgiven. And if you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But Thomas said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and place my finger in the marks of the, place my fingers in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe so eight days later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them this time. The doors were shut, but Jesus came and stood among them and said, "Peace be with you." Then he said to Thomas, "Put your finger here and see my hands, and put your finger put your hand and place it in my side." Do not be faithless, but believe. And Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen me and yet believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But they are written here that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Well dear friends in Christ, grace and peace be unto you from God the Father, from our Lord and from our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, this story is very familiar to us, the story of Doubting Thomas, who wouldn't believe that Jesus was really raised from the dead until he could physically reach out and touch him. And Jesus then shows up a week later and he says, touch me, touch my hands, see where the nails were. And that seems like a dramatic sort of thing. But the thing that I always think about when I read this is, Jesus has just walked through a locked door. You know, it's not as if Thomas needed to see the flesh and blood of Christ so much as he needed to believe. And the fact that Jesus could become flesh and then you know, sort of become spirit and walk back through a locked door is one of the puzzling things about Scripture. But I think what this passage really is trying to do is just what John said. He said, Now Jesus did many things in the presence of the disciples which are not written in this book. But what I wrote here is that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ and the Son of God. and that believing, you may have life in his name. All these stories in the Bible, sometimes they make sense, and sometimes they're confusing, and sometimes they're contradictory, but they're all meant by those who followed Jesus originally and many of whom gave up their lives because of their faith, they're all meant to reach out to people who didn't have the opportunity to see him or walk in his path to say, salvation has come and it's come in this man, Jesus Christ, the Lord, sent by God to become the Messiah. And why is that important? It's the last words. He said, that believing you may have life in his name the scriptures, the gospel, the church, everything that speaks in the name of Jesus is speaking for only one purpose, and that purpose is that you might have life, life today, life tomorrow, life eternal. You may have true life in Jesus' name, because so many of the things in our life around us tend to deaden us, tend to keep our best spirits locked inside, tend to make us conform to injustice, tend to make us despair. That's the way of the world. But the way of Jesus is to say, don't give up. Trust that God will work things out. Be of good cheer and do what I told you to do, which is to love your neighbor as yourself, to love the hungry, to feed the hungry and clothe the naked and visit the poor and, the, and those in prisons. Do all those things that people who are truly alive do. That's what Jesus offers us at Easter, life. Not just life sometime after we die, but life beginning today, and that is the good news. Thanks be to God. Now let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we do thank you for all the many blessings you give us, and we ask that by being together in your presence, we may learn more of your will for us. We raise our prayers as always for those who suffer, for the hungry and for the homeless, for the victims of wars and of natural disasters, of tornadoes and hurricanes and floods, and droughts and fire that we see all over the world. We ask your blessing on those who suffer, on those who are sick, on those who are in hospitals and nursing homes, and those who are imprisoned by despair or depression. Lord, as always, we thank you for those who help, for the police officers and firefighters and utility workers, for the teachers and farmers, and merchants, For all those who try to make this a better world, Lord, we lift our prayers. We pray for our president, for our governor, for all the men and women in the armed forces. And we pray for one another as we remember the words that you taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you, make God's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up the light of God's countenance upon you, give each of you God's peace. Thank you so much for watching this. We hope you have a blessed week.